Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Second hour of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. They wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, Sportsnet spec Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. And Keith Kretzky, the assistant general manager of the Oilers, the man who oversees the Oilers farm team. He's been down in Bakersfield uh, for several weeks now. So... Uh, uh, since returning from the passing of his father, Walter. So we'll hook up with uh, Keith. We'll tell you that uh, Digitex brings you the show uh, and has been doing so for seven years now. They wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one operated and owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Reminder, the patio open 11 to 11 out at the River Cree. When the province gets back up and at them, the River Cree will get back up and at them. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for 35 years. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Now, open for takeout orders full details at jbedmonton.ca brennan you just got to give me the good word let me know when we're good to go here otherwise i will bang off some texts on the ashley fine floors text line we're just nego- uh, negotiating comment we're going to go to mark specter for the horses and horse racing alberta the horses remain in training they continue receiving the utmost care stay safe and we will see you at the races when it's safe to do so spec how you doing Oh, pretty fair, Bobby. What's going on? Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens later today. Saturday night? Have they canceled the Saturday night game yet, or are we going to get a hockey uh, game on Saturday? Uh, what, the Oilers-Winnipeg game? Yeah. <laughs> that one's, that one's not. On much. Well, we have, we have to be flexible, don't we, Mark? That's the reality of the situation. Got to be flexible. Oh, boy, nine games in 31 days. Uh, you know, there's a lot of teams playing a lot of hockey. The Oilers just aren't one of them, that's all. They've only played nine games in the last 31 days? 
I believe so, yes. Well, I mean, the week off in Montreal, which normally would be an unbelievable experience, but instead, in this current situation, I mean, do they, do they still, by the way, do they still have curfew in Montreal? Didn't they have, like, some riding take place straight down Old Montreal? Like, it's just crazy what's going on. Well, they had a curfew there, but, I mean, for NHL players, it shouldn't matter because they just go from the rink to the hotel anyhow. Yeah. No, I so know, but that's what I'm saying. There. I, I don't know if they still have it or not, but, yeah, I, I would trust the math on that, 9 and 31. The only problem with that math is I I did it, so you might want to double-check it. Well, we all know uh, you are president of uh, uh, the analytics club for all the media guys around the league. We know that. You're the guy You're the guy right up there, Mike Kelly, that's driving it the most. So um, there you have it. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, Mark, uh, you've had some time now to recalibrate. Trade deadline uh, wrapped up on Monday, and boom. Uh, I know we, you're on Tuesday. Um, the Oilers add Dmitry Kulikov. It's interesting. I know you talk to people around town, and fans will uh, chime in on you on Twitter, and you have such a great relationship with those people on Twitter. We know that about you. Uh, but uh, what's your sense? How many? What, what percentage of fans do you think you know kind of understand the position that Ken Holland was in uh, and versus maybe the the thought process? Look, you got to strike while the irons are uh, while, you know the fires are hot uh, in terms of having McDavid and Dry settle and and you know what. What sort of feedback did you get on that? Well, I got actually, you know, it's funny because you can't make those sorts of percentile judgments on social media because the dissenting, you know, the dissenters are always the loudest group. But I saw a lot of people, frankly, Bob, who said, I agree, it's not the year to go for it. So I would say, you know, pretty unscientific. But if if not split down the middle, I think... You know, there's a lot of smart fans. Like, the ones we hear from on Twitter and the ones we remember on Twitter are often the, the kind of not-so-smart guys. Uh, but there's a lot of smart fans who look at this thing and say, you know what, you can't give up a bunch every single year. And this theory that, you know, sure, you're cognizant of McDavid and Drysaddle and their prime, but that doesn't mean that the the that building a team just gets faster because you got two good players. It still takes a certain amount of time. And to go for it at the deadline, I thought it was not the, the year to go for it at the deadline and trade a first-round pick, and I think most fans would agree with that. Most fans. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, uh, I think what one thing you... Elliot talked about this offseason being a big offseason for the Oilers. You and me have discussed it a lot over the last couple months that there would be you know, some additions. Uh, there may be some organic ones. Uh, Dylan Holloway, and, and I know we both assume that deal's going to get done maybe shortly. Uh, you know, the key for the Oilers is not to burn a year this year since he's, you know, got the broken thumb and all that. And the well, there's gonna... no need. I don't think he can right. play this year. Right? right. And the agent, you know, the agents are always trying to grind to eliminate that year to get him quicker into the next deal. But, uh, you know, Dylan Holloway and Ryan McLeod likely are going to be in the mix uh, next season. They'll provide the Oilers with more size because Edmonton's a little light on the left side, as you know. Uh, sure, they'll, yeah, they'll, sure. add, they'll add – so there's a couple organic uh, – growth opportunities. I think you'll see the Oilers' defense mark for me is a little small. Uh, Bouchard's going to be in full-time next year. That's a given. So there's three organic sort of ads that are probably going to... I'm not saying that both Holloway and McLeod start the season here, but I will predict by halfway through next season, they're both going to be uh, Oilers here to stay at that stage. I'd be stunned okay. if that weren't the case. Bouchard will be starting the season in the lineup next year. It's all there is to it on the right side. So something's got to give there between uh, Barry and Larson, who are both represented by CAA, and then uh, Ethan Bear. So we'll continue to monitor that situation. And then there's going to be cap space. 
to address them, and we'll know about Oscar Kleffbaum. Yay or nay, either he's playing or he's not, and if he's not, he's going to need to be replaced as a second-pairing left-shot D. And yep. I would suggest you probably with something a little bit more pricier than Dmitry Kulikov. So we can see... You know, short-term pain, long-term gain. I, I get that, but I also understand, like, you know, we get a lot of fans, and maybe it's a lot of ones, that are like, you guys are wasting time in Edmonton with McDavid and Drysaddle. You needed to get them some help right away. So yeah, that's it's a- not, you can't just, it doesn't, it's easy to say that. But when you break down that argument, Bob, like, uh, teams are built, teams that are around for a long time, you want to be Pittsburgh, right? You want to be Boston. You know, you want to be what Detroit used to be. You want to be what Washington's been in the playoffs, no doubt, every year, and and a shot at it, and a group that gets experience at the playoffs. You know, they got robbed of a playoff of that experience last year, in my opinion, with the, with the pandemic, and this year they're back. They're going to be in the playoffs this year, and you can't just, you know, it's again, it's easy to say, go for it, go for it, but you'll never build a team with a, a especially in this uh, this economy where you got to have a certain amount of uh, entry level contracts, Bob. If you keep trading draft picks and prospects away, you won't have enough entry level prospects to be able to pay all the guys you have, and it, it just doesn't work. You have to take a certain amount of time to build a Boston, a Pittsburgh, a Washington, a, you know uh, what Chicago was, what LA was. Uh, it, you just don't do it in two or three, in two years that Ken Holland's been here. It's going to take a longer than that. All right, uh, Mark Spector joining us. Scheduling, uh, and that is part of the story, and we're just seeing uh, the NHL has just announced the schedule changes right now to the North Division. So, uh, what do you got? Uh, we got a bunch of changes for the Oilers. The oh, really? Oilers... Yeah, the Oilers game that was scheduled for Friday, which is today, April 16th, has now been moved to Monday, May 3rd. Uh, that's Edmonton at Vancouver. It's now Monday, May 3rd. Uh, Edmonton at Vancouver that was scheduled for May 6th is now scheduled to May 4th. And then Vancouver at Edmonton that was scheduled for May 4th gets moved to May 6th. So they're going to play three straight. <laughs> okay. Wow. There's, oh, it's, it's so, there's five changes to the Oilers. Wow. And they've not announced the start time change to tomorrow's game which I, I would think would be the first thing. So, uh, tr- well, let's go through it. Here we go. Toronto at Vancouver, which was scheduled for tomorrow at 5 p.m. Uh, our time, has been moved to Sunday, 5 p.m. So the, the Leafs the Leafs got their wish spec. They get to play the 18th and the 20th instead of the 17th and the 9th. Because uh, okay. tr- Vancouver was trying to avoid playing Friday and Saturday. So Vancouver has avoided that. They now play Sunday and Tuesday. Toronto did not want to play Sunday and Monday. Okay? So okay. Then, tr- then Toronto um, gets the games. They end up. They still end up playing... I think three games in four days against Winnipeg, but they get a two-day. They, they only get two two games in three days, so the Oilers end up with a total of four. By my count, five games rescheduled. Oh, oh here we do have. Um, there we go. Tomorrow's game between the Oilers and the Jets has been pulled up. This is the actual literal term they use. It's been pulled up three hours to fill the now vacant primetime spot on Hockey Night Canada. So we've got the game tomorrow. So all total, there's five changes. Brendan, if you can retweet uh, what is out from the NHL announcing changes to the North Division schedule, send it out on our Oilers Now Twitter account. That'd be greatly uh, appreciated. Mark, we have had some criticism from the fans on the Ashley Fine Floors text line saying, why does it seem like Vancouver and Toronto, like 
I don't got a problem the fact that Vancouver did not want to play Friday and Saturday this week, given that they're off for 23 days. I think that's kind of understandable. But there are some fans saying, how come Toronto gets to dictate as much as they do? How would you respond to that? Well, how much do they dictate? You know, Toronto lost the Saturday night game that they wanted. Like, to me, it, it's it's not as much the least that dictate to the fans out there. It's the, It would be my place, Sportsnet, frankly, that sides with the least. They, we want the Leafs on Saturday night because that's the biggest viewing audience in the country. So, so Sportsnet is standing behind the Leafs saying, yeah, let's play this game Saturday. They wanted Vancouver and Toronto. We did. Sportsnet wants that. That's their best-rated game in the country. So the fact that the Toronto did not get their way and Sportsnet did not get their way, I think sort of refutes this Toronto gets everything they want. Toronto's got a bunch of games jammed in a short period of time, and they got three and four against Winnipeg, a team that beat them pretty good last night. Uh, and they probably would have liked to space that out a little bit. So, you know, I get it. We have this Western alienation thing going on here often, Bobby. But I don't know that I can look at the schedule right now and say Toronto's getting everything their way. Can you? Yeah. Well, I mean, Mark, not to go political on you, but there might be some understanding from a large percentage of our listenership right now that in terms of Western alienation, um, under certain regimes, and emphasis on the word regimes or governments, there appears to be favoritism uh, for companies based in certain provinces over in other provinces. I think that's a legitimate perspective to have. Yeah, so that's, that, that's, uh, that's, that's the... completely different than what we're talking about here. Mark, right. here we go. Ryan Nugent Hopkins not available for tomorrow's game. Should we be cons- is, Could this become a concerning issue? Well, a concerning issue for Ryan Nugent Hopkins? I mean, he's, he's clearly got nursing some type of a concussion. So the fact that he skated a whole bunch already tells me that he was close to ready, and the fact that they stopped skating him tells me that maybe he wasn't as close as they thought, right? We all, we've all we been through this enough now, Bob. We know how concussions work. It's just time. You know, nobody can say there's no prediction. It's not like a broken arm where you know. Uh, so that concerns me a little. But I would say this to you. I think you're going to get a real good look to when they play the Jets, Bob. Uh, I think that the question you're, you know, I want Oilers fans to watch that team and and see if you think you can match up with the Jets when you put McDavid and Drysaddle on separate lines and look at the wingers Winnipeg has and the wingers Edmonton has. Uh, and I know Edmonton's done well with Winnipeg this year, Bob. But I would say to you that I don't like the matchup. Right, I think Winnipeg's got a way deeper group of forwards than Edmonton does. And with Nugent Hopkins out, uh, that's a problem for Dave Tippett, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think that's a fair assessment. I also think Pionk in particular has played very well. Morrissey's a solid defenseman. Don't think he's quite been at the level as past years against the Oilers. But Pionk at times, I mean, hey, Edmonton's 4-2 and two in the season series so far. Mm-hmm. Jets have Connor Hellebuck in goal. Uh, you know, I think what we're probably headed marked down the inevitable path of an Edmonton versus Winnipeg playoff matchup now there might be some there there might like hey an injury to one guy swings the thing like wheeler's out for the jets the fact of the matter is five on five he's been leaking this year he's had a tough plus minus the analytics guys have jumped on wheeler the coaches fiercely uh defended his player to the point of calling out some of those uh uh fellas on uh on the analytics front regarding blake wheeler but then they go and bang off five out of six uh, that said, the two games in Ottawa weren't easy, but they looked pretty good last night against Toronto. It's got to be stated. It's going to be a tough matchup tomorrow at five o'clock. Yeah, they you come know. at you. They come at you with waves of guys. You know, I mean, they're they've they've got when they're healthy, 
I mean, they go, you know, they go Shifley down the middle, they go Lowry down, they go Dubois on the second line, they go Lowry on the third line, right? That That's, you know, those three guys are premier players, man. And then you look at their wings, right? Ehlers is a top-flight premier winger. Uh, Connor's a 30-goal man. You know, Blake Wheeler's a really good player. Uh, Andrew Kopp is, has become, a, a, you know, the utility guy. He can play third line or first line. Uh, you know, Paul Stastny, who's an excellent centerman, is on the wing now. So they're deep and good. You know, they're deep and good. And they got a Vesna winner in goal. Uh, they're, they've been sort of my sneaky pick all year. So I'm not sneaky, but all year I've thought, man, this is a team that could win the division. And Cal- what are they? Uh, I didn't look at the standings. Are they not three behind Toronto now? Yeah, they've closed the gap. Uh, three behind Toronto. they got like four left with them, or three or four left with them anyway. So that race isn't over yet either, Bob. Montreal can beat Toronto, Spec. I'm telling you that right now. They can beat mm-hmm. Toronto. They can beat them. Maybe. They're, they're, let's see what happens tonight between Montreal. By the way, that's an earlier game. I think that's 4 o'clock on Sportsnet. Spec, I'm going to throw a total curveball at you. All right. Uh, the Edmonton the curveball, Bob. Uh, we heard that about you. Uh, doesn't doesn't. I mean, I, I watch you. I could throw it. I could throw it, but I never could hit it. <laughs> your, your your hand eye coordination spec was always lacking a little bit, as I recall in hockey, Main, mainly because you had tunnel vision on the ice. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, with all seriousness, though, did uh, hockey fans in Edmonton? This, unfortunately, for the purpose of uh, junior hockey followers. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings are 13-1 and this season, Mark. Now, it's strictly been an Alberta-only schedule. Uh, the Oil Kings had a European defenseman that never came over. He is going to come over next year. He's committed next year. Very good defenseman. 30-point score already in the league at like 17-18, so he's a legit guy. Those usually translate to 50-60 point guys as 19-year-olds. Yeah. So they're getting... They're getting uh, so they didn't have either of their two European players. One was going to be a forward in their top nine. One was going to be a top four defenseman. They have uh, two first-round picks. They could have easily moved one of those to address the defenses as well. Uh, Dylan Gunther is not with the team currently because he's on the U18 uh, team, which he would not be in in a normal year because that U18 team is always made up of guys that have been eliminated by the major junior playoffs. It's different right. this year. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right now, this year's Edmonton Oil Kings team, might have had the best chance to win a Memorial Cup championship out of the West since Leon Dreisettle in, in Cologne in 2015 when they lost in overtime to Oshawa. The WHL's had poor showing spec uh, in the 16, 17, 18, 19 uh, Memorial Cups. The Oil Kings were loaded. They got marked. Uh, Bob McKenzie's going to put the, put out those rankings. Uh, Dylan Gunther's going to be one, two, or three. My guess is Sebastian Kosa, the goalie, could be in the top, could have moved into the top 20, like two top end picks in the NHL draft. It's kind of unfortunate this has happened to Edmonton this year, isn't it? Well, it is. And I guess I'd ask you, uh, I mean, Gunther probably won't be back. If he's picked second overall, he'll probably play in the NHL next year. That's the history tells us that. Kosa is a goaltender. I'm going to say there's a good chance to get him back next year. Is that not fair? I think there's pretty. I'll take it one step. I'll take it one step further, Mark. The World Juniors are at Edmonton next year. He yep. better be he better be Canada's goalie. Right. We, there you go. Be, so he comes back for junior. They got him next year. Uh they've got the European defenseman coming in. I don't know their roster well enough to tell you, you know, what important players they are gonna lose this year. But but I guess my point would be this. They are a good team this year. They are getting robbed of a playoff run the Memorial Cup. There's no arguing that. Uh, Memorial Cup run. 
but uh, I think they're going to have a very good team next year, and they're still, you know, the the, the you know all about the cycles and how junior sure. hockey works, and you know they're they're not. I mean, I guess give or take Gunther, but I don't know if they're at the peak of their cycle. They've just they're they're on the way to the top here. I think you got another good year of this roster oh, next season, don't you? Yeah, well, you know what? What's interesting with Gunther, he's a little bit slight, uh, but I mean, I have not seen a guy shoot the puck like that out of the WHL, and. Off the top of my head, I can't think of a guy that can shoot the puck that well. Like, it's first of all, he can one time it, which is hard to do. Secondly, it's the quickness and the release, even when he doesn't want, like, he just, it's, and he can change the release points. And, like, those are the sort of guys that end up becoming 35, 40 goal scorers in the NHL. They do. And it depends who drafts them, too, whether or not he gets to come back here. Like, uh, you know, Certain, like a team like Buffalo, they're always they put their guy in the NHL. A team like Detroit, they don't always put their guy in the NHL, right? It, it's it's gonna well if he comes back, they're gonna be the prohibitive favorite. Sebastian Cosa will be unless Canada decides to run their goaltending position uh, like it's a union, and you got to put in servitude time. You know what I'm saying? And not <laughs> no, and I'm serious because he should have been on the team this year. He should have been on the team. This this guy's six foot six and a half and athletic, and his like he is. Carter Hart was said to be the best goaltending prospect spec out of the WHL since Carey Price. I got to tell you, I like Carter Hart a lot. I trade for him in a second if I was the Oilers. If I could steal him out of Philadelphia, Kosa because of his size and his athleticism has a higher ceiling just because he's bigger. And, and and Mark, he's also got like last night a couple times, a couple players tried to accidentally on purpose do the Nick Kiprios and fall on him. He's got a little bit of you know what in him too. He doesn't take any crap, and you like that in goalies. That's why you like Mike Smith so much. <laughs> That's for sure. And uh, you know what? I don't know where he goes, Bob. He'll probably be a top 15 guy. Uh, but you know what? There's a there's a, there's the kind of goalie that, that once in a while a goalie like him comes along that you feel like you might trade up for. Uh, this guy might be that guy. Awesome stuff, Spec. Thanks for joining us. All right, Bobby, have a great Friday. There you go. That is Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses, Horse Racing Alberta. They remain, uh, the horses remain in training. They continue uh, receiving the utmost in care. Stay safe, and we'll see you at the races when it's safe to do so. It's 126. We'll take a one-minute timeout, come back. We'll get to our North Division report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 128 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to our North Division report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Here's Brendan Escott. Uh, Montreal starting Jake Allen tonight as they host the Flames. Uh, team suddenly pushing them for that final North Division playoff spot. Calgary just four points back of the Habs, who do have three games in hand still. Winnipeg closing the gap on Toronto with their win over the Leafs last night. They are in second place, three points out of first, while the Oilers are five points back, though they have two games in hand now. Edmonton has a seven-point buffer on that final playoff spot with 14 games left in the regular season. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home. It all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. List it, sell it, move on. Welcome back, everybody. I want to mention to you, there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Uh, they are an essential service. They're open six days a week, and they will take care of you. They're also taking care of all of the COVID-related protocols uh, to keep you and them safe as well. Uh, 
currently they uncle milt was telling me they're a little bit low on inventory so if you're looking to sell your vehicle free uh feel free to call uncle milt rich johnny and the gang at brent ridge ford at 1-877-477-3673 brent ridge ford taking care of cam moon and yours truly brent ridge ford you can visit them at brentridge.com off to a global news weather traffic update with eileen bell back with oilers assistant general manager keith gretzky Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.